late episode, but it's all good. We got we got to y'all like we said we would. It's your boy Tony. What's up, man? As well. And we back for another episode of No Feelings Boxing. Um, we wanted to have this to y'all uh, early in the week after actually the day after the, the Pacquiao Thurman fight, but shit happens. But we got y'all back uh, about six six days ago, so still still uh, on people's minds as far. Really good fight, I thought. Didn't think it was a close fight, but I did think it was a good fight. Uh, Pacquiao put on a good performance, like like we expected. Uh, Thurman got going kind of kind of in the middle rounds. wasn't too late. wasn't wasn't real early. But what did you think after you saw that knockdown in round one, bro? I mean, I, it was good. It was a good knockdown. It wasn't. I mean, you know, I feel like it was. It was one of those things where he caught him good, but he caught him back pedaling. So it wasn't like. <laughs> You know, it was one of those, but it was definitely a good knockdown. Right. I think, I he, just, I think he just caught him off balance. I looked at it like he had – because you, you can see Keith wasn't like – he was still there after the knockdown, but I thought Pacquiao I, I thought Pacquiao was going to jump on him and put him away. But for Pacquiao to put on that performance that he did at 40 years old, you, you can't do nothing but just take your hat off to it. And it's, it's only crazy because the – Every time Pacquiao got a fight coming up as of late, it's like always the conversation of, oh, man, when is he going to retire? Should he retire? But it's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, you should retire because he's getting older. But I guess if he's going to keep putting in work like this. Yeah, it's no, <laughs> it's no real point to do so. Right. Like like that that performance he put on was great. It was uh, it was dope. And it was good to see that. Like, like we said uh, last week on the episode, like you can only take but so much away from Keith Thurman after almost two years out the ring versus Josecito Lopez, you can only take away but so much Manny Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner. But, you know, that showed that not only is Keith still <clears throat> is Keith getting back to form because that body shot he got hit with would have put the average man down. It would have yeah, been over. And what was it, the 10th round? Yeah, it was late. It was late in the fight. And for him to, to stay on his feet and, and – Continue to try to come forward against Pacquiao and show uh, Keith's heart and how Keith Thurman is is still here. You know he's still he's still going to have something to say about the 147 pound division. No, that's a fact. Don't, I hope don't nobody get it twisted and think like you know think that this means that like Keith is done or he just fell off or something like that. That was just, it was just a great performance by Pacquiao. Right, and like you definitely shouldn't feel that way if. If you got a guy who lost to one of the greatest fighters of all time, like, like that's that's definitely not something you should take away from that fight. Is that old Keith Thurman fell off? Um, the so we we got the Earl and Sean Porter announcement, so we know that they're going to be taking on each other. I think in September, right in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. So assuming we both feel Earl wins that fight, is Pacquiao next for him or? Will they find that? Will PBC find themselves in a the situation where they're trying, where that fight doesn't happen? Is it a way that fight doesn't happen? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's gonna happen. <clears throat> I do think. I, I do think. I do think that fight is gonna happen. And we both would favor Earl in that fight. Now, say Earl has a very tough fight against Sean Porter. But he does pull off the victory because Pacquiao isn't going to just say, "Yeah, I want that fight." So it's a case of say Arrow has a has a good performance, but it's not great. Will Pacquiao, you know, sign that contract pretty much, or 
if Earl has a dominant performance, will Pacquiao try to stay away from it? Uh, it's hard because it's like it's hard to say because it's like I don't want to say it like as if I think Pacquiao gonna duck the smoke. Now, do I? I've said before I don't think I don't know if Pacquiao particularly wants that fight, but I do. I think he's gonna duck it if it's actually presented to him. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. But yeah, so it's like I, I don't think think about though. Like you know, it's like one of those things where it's like I don't think fighting Earl is at the top of Pacquiao's <laughs> to do list. No, it's like I don't think not. I don't think that's, that's one of those things he's like on his list. list. Yeah, but I think so. It's like I don't I don't think he particularly wants to get that done. But I think if they say all right, well this is next, I think Pacquiao is with. Yeah, for sure. I look at it. I look at it like that's a great fight to have. And it would be it's it's a big pay per view fight for Earl, who's shown he could put you know asses in the seats by with it by itself. And Mikey did play a part in that, of course, with the Mexican audience. But but you got a guy and uh, you have a guy in Earl who's one of the you know one of the most entertaining fighters today. He's a marketable guy, and <clears throat> and he's been he's been looking for that that you know mega fight to a certain extent. And I think Pacquiao would be that fight for him. How how do we see the welterweight division shaping up now that Keith has lost? Danny looked looked really good in his last fight. Rumors about him fighting Mikey. Uh, you still got Earl and and Sean to fight. And you know I don't think Sean's going to win that fight, but Sean Porter definitely believes he's going to win that fight. So you know if say we find ourselves in a situation where that's a draw and they got to run it back again, then what happens in the intermediate? So I feel like we're looking at a very interesting what last five six months of this year when it as it pertains to the welterweight division. Yeah, no, I think I think so too because it's like, like you said, I mean, Danny and Mikey could possibly go down, and then I mean, I don't know. I, I would I would actually would you, you know I guess after his last performance, I don't know why I'm saying this, but uh, I I would actually want to see A B and Keith. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> dog, what? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about Adrian at this point. He said he saw Keith at the casino at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah he, said, he, said Keith, he, he said Keith was with him. He said when he said he they were together gambling. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, I told everybody around him, y'all some bitch ass niggas because he got the fight of his life coming up and y'all letting him do this. Now, See, but it is kind of <laughs> wild to me now. That it was like it's some sucker shit by AB, like not even the whole like um not even the whole like how you saying them out and all of that stuff, but the fact that like who how do you call somebody out after a loss? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like most of the time after you watch somebody put on a dominant performance and win a fight, that's when you call them out. How do you watch somebody lose a fight and then say, Oh yeah, I wanna fight you next? Oh, on top of that, <laughs> he lost to the nigga that you just lost to. Right. So you acting it, like you acting like he lost to somebody crazy. you beat up. Like I always say, yo, what I will never do with a motherfucker is argue who lost, brother. Because he, he definitely sat there and said, I ain't get knocked down at least. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, <laughs> that L on the record is still an L on the record. Like, that shit is crazy. It's only it's only Like, AB is only crazy because what, AB got four losses? I believe so. Uh, and it feel like way more than that. Mikey, <laughs> Pacquiao, and... um. Who was the last one? Madonna, Mikey Pacquiao, and uh... Madonna, Mikey Pacquiao, and 
no, I'm sure. I, yeah, I think it's four. I can't remember who the fourth one. He was. tied, uh, not tied, but he, he got, grew with uh, Jesse Vargas. He lost to Sean. That's right. He lost to Sean. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like he got four <laughs> losses, but it's all like it feel like way more. It feel like ABC had way more losses than it do. Than Adrian Broner so like, has not won a boxing match since February eighteenth, twenty seventeen. That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. Okay, <laughs> this is but, a guy that that got the gift of his life to fight Manny Pacquiao in January and. And he did nothing to deserve that except being signed to PBC. He drew Jesse Vargas. Many people could say Jesse won that fight. He lost to Mikey, and then he gets a a, a title match with Manny Pacquiao after that. That shit is crazy, yo. Yeah, like the fact that he calling out like on he calling out Keith after Keith lost to Manny is crazy to me. That shit, that's it's it's super crazy. Like this shit is nuts because. But I would be no, <laughs> only reason I would be interested to see that fight is because I think that I think that because like if they were to fight and both of them are coming off of losses, I think AB would actually go in there and try to win that fight because I don't you think, think so? I don't think I don't think AB <laughs> felt like he could beat Pacquiao. You think he I really felt like, like he could beat Keith? I don't I don't know if he really felt like that, but I know <laughs> I know the way he looking at it is I like, Keith had a he had a he had a rusty performance against Josecito and then he just lost the fight. So, like, I, like I just, I, I feel like he, I feel like he would come in just thinking, thinking he got a chance. Man, I mean, now my money would be on Keith. His, his best <laughs> needless, bet is... needless to say, my money is on Keith. But it's like I, I was like, oh no, I, it's like you, you can like like and like and dislike somebody at the same time. Like I like AB. No, that's that's a fact. Um, but I hate AB. His best bet is is not one hundred forty seven pounds. It's definitely 140. And, you know, the way he lived life, yeah, him maintaining true. that weight is hard. Him maintaining 140 ain't going to happen. So it's like he found himself in, like, no man's land. And Al will keep getting fights. He'll keep getting high-profile fights because he draws, you know, and that's – at the end of the day, shit is a business. But I don't know who he fights next or who he even beats at any of these weight classes. I don't think he – I don't – yeah, I definitely don't know who he beats. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's next? What's next? Let's talk about how now we find ourselves with a lot of real contenders for the welterweight championship. A lot of guys that's vying to unify the division. And on the outside, we, of course, have Bud, who's it's kind of a sad case if you really look at it, because he signed the extension with top rank. You know, Bob and Al don't already don't have the best relationship. You saw the little graphic that they put up when they put all the welterweight champions and they omitted, but, you know, and I get it because yeah. it's a PBC thing, but still at the end of the day, like Terrence Crawford, even if you don't think he's the best welterweight, he's definitely top three boxers in the world. So you have a guy and but who you don't want to see waste his career away because these guys, like Earl always says, on the other side of the street. And do I feel that He's going to fight all those guys, yeah. But like I always say, when we, you know, when you're on the show, you don't want to see these fights happen because there's no other choice. You know, you want them to happen at the right time for sure. But you don't want that shit to be the last resort, right? And I feel that that's what we find ourselves in now. I was thinking, 
recently that I could see like in a in the in a world I could see Bud fighting Pacquiao next year. I can see that too. You know, you got the connection with Pacquiao and Top Rank and how he left Top Rank. It wasn't the best uh, circumstances. You got, you know, him and him and Terrence was supposed to fight years ago, but you know, his arguments on this side saying, "Hey, we never got offered this fight. We never got offered the fight." Right. I really think that Al and Bob could come together and do some business and uh and make that fight happen, and that would be a really interesting fight to me. Yeah, and I mean that'd be a, and be I don't a, think we've ever even discussed that. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't sure. think so either. That'd be a huge fight for Terrence, though. It'd definitely be a big fight for him, and you know, he would get the 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 money that he super deserves because he's one of the best fighters, you know, of this generation. And, and I think he's going to come there to put on a show. For sure. And and that's a fight that you got to figure is going to do big money because this is the first time that Pacquiao fought a – this is the first time Pacquiao has fought someone in their prime in a long time, probably since he fought Timothy Bradley. Right. Although this isn't him fighting somebody in their prime who's been active fighting two, three times a year. This is a guy who's had one fight in the last two years. So as great as the performance is, it's kind of, uh, but if you fighting a, a pound for pound guy in Earl or in Terrence, that will really show if Pacquiao should hang up the gloves or not. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, you know, like you said, like, yeah, it was a good fight, but it's like, was it, was it a lot, was it a little bit easier to get you to sign up for this one? You know, considering the fact right. that he ain't been as active. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is very important. We got to – I want to know if Pacquiao is – because I, I don't think he's running from any fight for sure, but, you know. But, I mean, these guys are definitely calculated the opportunities, though. Yeah, no, they, they, these guys are definitely calculated. It ain't like they just sign every contract that come across their desk. They, you know, they, they looking into shit. <laughs> right, right, for sure. Now, what's – what's with him in Floyd, yo? <laughs> Why they can't just let it go? <laughs> I don't know. Now I seen I seen all the post the post that uh Floyd put. What did Pacquiao? What got that stuff? What what happened? How did that happen? Like I, I really don't even remember. I just, I just seen I just seen like I think I looked up on Instagram one day and Floyd had like posts about Pacquiao and everything. I woke up and then I just saw this shit. I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the hell is going on right now? And then you look at it like. Okay, Floyd is like he's he's not lying, but it's still like it's still funny though. <laughs> would you think you think Floyd would come back to that fight if nine figures is on the table? No, no, no. You don't think so? No. Why not? I think he died. You think he he finished? Finished? Yeah, like not finished. Like I'm not saying like he's not capable of coming back, but I think he's done. Like I don't know. I don't, like he don't, I don't know how. To do yeah, so. I don't know how interested Floyd is in coming back for real. I get that. I get that. But for now, sure. and, I, and I, I can understand now. I think Pacquiao want that rematch, but it's like, see, but it, it's just like to me because it's like what Floyd been been retired for what two years? Um. Yeah, the McGregor fight was almost two years ago. So yeah. So he been he been retired for two years, and it's like, all right, we know he ain't doing shit boxing related. It's like. And it's like Pacquiao just chasing him, like you chase you chasing the rematch. Pretty much. So it's like I mean, and it's like all right, even <laughs> if y'all even if y'all get a rematch and you win, it's like all right, you've been boxing the last two years and he ain't. Very much so, and you younger than him. 
<laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> right. And so, I mean, and that's the thing, too, because it's like, all right, is this, do you do you want to fight Floyd because you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to get your, you just want to run it back, or, or is it like, all right, it's another huge payday? It's definitely the payday. Like <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, all right, it ain't like you, it ain't like you so much care about getting your W back. You just trying to get another big payday. Like Floyd said, you, I fight when I want to. Like, you fight because you got to. <laughs> and that's very true. Like, it is what it is. That's messed up when you run the Philippines and somebody can talk to you like that. You a senator. Niggas <laughs> 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 talk to you crazy. <laughs> only, only in America, man. Oh, um, definitely can't go to the Philippines. No, nah, he, he fooled in the Philippines. <laughs> oh, Let's what, what we got next. What we got next? Tank is back tomorrow. Uh, yep. It's Friday as we recording this. We going to get some to you out tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I so just yeah, seen, I just seen him on Instagram saying he may wait. Good, great, not good, great. <laughs> what is it? Fucking great. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I mean, he cannot afford to be an ounce over one thirty, like. He had to come. Like, he, he's got to put on the biggest show tomorrow. I don't know how the undercard is looking and shit like that. I ain't know. When is Watson when is fighting? Um, when is uh, Tevin fighting? Tevin fights Tevin tomorrow night as well. He fights tomorrow too, right? <laughs> yep. He's on the, the Maurice Hooker. Jose yeah, Ramirez. Hooker, Ramirez yeah. No. Yep. So he fights tomorrow and Tank fights tomorrow. And shit is going to get real interesting. Yeah, especially if they both win, I'm sure it'll be a lot of shit talking coming from both of them. Easily, and it's I cra- think that fight crazy is getting closer. It's crazy because it's like if you look, I was like if you if you listen to both of those dudes talking like uh, and not see a face, you you wouldn't know who was who. You wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. It is. It is funny. Um, I think that fight is getting closer. I, I really do. I think that I think we getting closer and closer to uh, Tank Davis and Tevin Farmer. I think that Tevin's a really good fighter. I, this is one of the only fights, like in a lot, a match, a possible matchups where I feel that emotion will win in the end. I don't usually like boxers going into the ring like have, emotional. Like you never win that way. But mm. I really think that like Tank does not like him, and vice versa. But like Tank is carrying it. Like bro, if I see you in the street, like <laughs> I risk, I throw all this shit away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna be a good fight. I don't, I mean I don't I don't um I I don't even know if I can say I have a winner because it's like I know Tank packs like that power. Yeah, and I know and I know Tank can lay you. I know Tank can like lay you down. Like <laughs> Tank can lay most people down. Like most, right? most in, in the sport period. Like not even just <laughs> his weight class. And Tevin gets more and more like surgical every fight. And so not only that, but I think and I think Tevin get a bad rep just because of I mean, you know, earlier earlier in his the career. Early losses. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I mean, you know, it's definitely one of those things where he uh I think where you know, like you said, once he kinda started taking it more serious, you were able to I mean, right. you know, he's been he's been winning ever since. <laughs> and you look at it, you look at that whole situation, it's like, man, this is a guy that is one of the best stories in the sport because this is a guy I think who was what like one in four at his first five fights, and mm-hmm. now you got a guy who's a who's a world champion. You got one of the best fighters at 130 pounds. You got a guy who's making good money for himself after the way his career started. So 
you can't do nothing but just salute the story and salute the person. Yeah, but I, I definitely I, that's a that's a that's a fight I definitely want to see. And I mean, I like I like both of those. I like both of them a lot. So I think like I definitely think it can go either way because I mean, it's like one of those things. If if, if Tank don't get the knockout, then you know it can go the other way. That's true. That's true. But it depends you know, Tank on is, Tank is known for getting the knockout. <laughs> it, it also depends on where this fight is at and how much influence promoters got on it. You know, that's just the name of the game. Right. Um, we, w- I did want to talk about the Dillian thing, but it's so sketchy right now. I don't know what the hell I was going to say. On. I don't even, yeah, I'm like, we don't even know what's so true or we'll, what's not true right now. Man, we're going to wait for all of, at least a lot of information to come out before we discuss that. But before we get out of here, I want to go back to the Walter Waits and just close that whole, that whole division out real fast. In the 2019, who's who's the top dog in the division? Who you got? Uh, by the end of 2019, and uh, welterweights. Uh, we're going Earl. Earl. Okay. Why are you going Earl? Because I think I mean I think him and Sean will be a good fight, but I think I think Earl will will put on a dominant performance. Mm-hmm. When I say dominant, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be a knockout. You know, right. However, however he wins, it'll be in dominant fashion. It'll be in dominant fashion. I get that. I'm going Earl, too. Um, I think it's – but I, like I said, I, I feel that – I feel Earl's the best welterweight, but I think Terrence is one of the three best fighters in the world. Um, his, You know, he, he unified the whole 140 division. He locked that up. He's a champion at 147. He's he's ready to fight anybody. You know, it's just about the business being done for those fights to happen. But I do think Earl is going to be the king of 147 at the end of 2019, and as he was coming into 2019. And that's why I can't. I can't. I mean, it'll be hard to say Terrence, even though I love Terrence, but it, he won't. I mean, like you know, the the, the pedigree of the fights or the difficulty of the fights won't be there for him like it will be for Earl. For Earl, that's a fact. Uh, what? I'm not going. To, I'm not going to ask that. What? No, I was going to say what's what's like a, a welterweight matchup you would want to see, but they pretty much all scheduled. I'm going to rephrase it and say this. Assuming Danny and Mikey is made, I feel like it's going to be made pretty soon. I want to see that. How how do you think that fight goes from a win-loss perspective, and what does it do for either guy, win or lose? I mean, I think it's definitely going to put – Number one, I have, I do have. I mean, you know, once that gets made and everything, I got Danny winning. Uh huh. Um, Same. And I mean, we talked about it before. I think Danny is going. I think Danny might knock him out. Now, um, if Danny wins, I mean, I think it'll, it'll, it'll depend. I mean, depending on how he wins, of course. But I think, uh, you know, if he if he goes in there and he dominates Mikey, I think it'll put him back in the conversation as one of the top welterweights. Right. And then I think for Mikey, it's a it's, it's tough. It's tough for Mikey because it's like it's a bounce back fight. But then it's like, yeah, you still out of your weight class. So it's like, if you lose now, if you I mean, if you lose and you get knocked out, then it's like I said, I don't I don't know how well Mikey is going to respond to that. You know, to being to losing back to back fights. I think if he loses if if he loses this one and and if it's like if he gets dominated a second time in a row, I think he's probably going to take some time off. I um, really want to see how he adjusts the 147 pounds because he's not moving off his, you know, he's not moving off his stance to stay in that 47, even though I don't think it's a good idea. 
Well, that's and like, yeah. So I mean, if he, uh, like I said, if he if he lives another in a dominant fashion, I'm sure I'm sure to change. Yeah, that's a so, fact. I mean, I think uh, it, it's tough. I mean, I think if if Mikey was to pull this off somehow, then I think. I mean, I don't really know what it does for Mikey. It's about. I mean, it's a bounce back fight. Right. As. And I mean, of course, Danny is a good fighter. So I mean, it is a good, it's a good W. It ain't like it's like, oh, you just beat a nobody. But I don't know what that changes as far as Mikey's path or. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, if he loses that fight, it changes a lot for him. That's what I'm saying. If he loses, it changes a lot. But if he wins, I don't really know how much it changes. Like, you know, the decisions that he makes. So I guess it would depend on who who the odds makers would say are the favorite going into that fight, and you got you would have to assume it would be Danny, but you know right. Danny's never really gotten the respect he deserves either. Right, and I, yeah, so I think if I I think yeah, I mean I I think it I think it does it does a lot for Danny, just because Mikey is a name, you know he's he's a big name even though he's a smaller fighter, he's a big name, right? right. And I think it it'll get him it'll get him back in the conversation for top welterweight. For sure. Last thing before we go, I looked at that fight and I said to myself, I re- like more than ever right now, I want to see Danny and Keith too. Because I think that fight could end with somebody getting getting slept. You said Danny and Keith too? Yeah. Yeah, that would be, I think that would be a good fight. I mean, but I want to see it. I want to see Danny and Keith too and the Danny and um, what's his name? Um, Sean, yeah, Danny and Sean running back. Yeah, a lot of good matches gonna be made, man. And we are going to talk about all of them. We we are back. You feel me? A lot of boxing happening in the next couple of weeks. We gonna hit y'all again, maybe most likely next weekend, breaking down some stuff. They uh, breaking down some stuff that's going to happen tomorrow night. Tank Davis unification fight between Hook and Ramirez. Maybe more on the Dillian situation. And follow us. Follow me, Tony. Follow Will. Follow Justin on all social media platforms at Hard File Network. And we will holler at y'all next week. <laughs>